It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked on Cougars for October 22nd, 2018. Welcome on into the show. I'm Jay Catch, your host here. Today we're talking BYU basketball recruiting as well as how the Cougar tip-off went. That'll be coming up in the first segment here. Second segment, we'll talk about the BYU football staff and their work over the weekend in recruiting themselves as well as get you some early thoughts on their upcoming opponent this week in Northern Illinois. And then in the final segment of the show, in quick hits, we'll update you on everything else going on in Provo. Thanks for downloading the show. You can find us on all of your major podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify. You can even tell your smart speakers, whatever it may be, play podcasts, Locked On Cougars, and you can find us there. My name's Jay Catch. I'm your host here. Work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah as their BYU reporter. And of course, your BYU insider right here on the podcast, bringing you all the information you need to know about the Cougars each and every day. Insider info, stats, opinion, all the breaking news that happens, we have it covered for you here on the podcast. Today's show brought to you by All Guard Pest Control, our good friends here in Utah Valley, servicing all of the Wasatch Front for all of your pest control needs. We'll tell you about more about them in a moment. Also brought to you today by Vivid Seats and Sling TV, and we'll give you some more information on those two companies later on in the show. All right, let's talk about some BYU basketball here. Over the weekend, BYU picked up another commitment for their basketball recruiting class, and the early signing period is what's kind of driving this. A lot of guys making their commitments known as they get ready to sign here in December. BYU adds a local commit but has international ties in Bernardo Da Silva. He's a six foot nine. 200 to 210 pound forward out of Wasatch Academy in Mount Pleasant, Utah. He is a Brazilian native. And those of you that hear Brazil and think BYU basketball might be thinking, well, hey, does he have a connection to Walter Rose, who was a director of basketball operations and an assistant coach for a time at BYU under Steve Cleveland and Dave Rose during Dave Rose's early tenure as, a, as the Cougars head coach? And he does. He has connections to him. I'm sure that played a factor in it. He's also coached by two BYU alums on his AAU team. He plays for the Utah Mountain Stars, which are coached by former BYU stars Marty Haas and Kevin Nixon. So it never hurts to have connections to a program to help influence a young man as to where he wants to go to school. The school that he plays at, De Silva plays at, Wasatch Academy, is an elite private school in Mount Pleasant, Utah. The basketball program there plays an independent national schedule where they go all over the country and play essentially the best of the best. So De Silva comes from a very high level of play. He'll be joining BYU in this early signing period. Adds some much-needed size to the BYU recruiting class. Uh, we talked about last week with the commitment of uh, Chinese Senator Shengja Li. Uh, he's a six foot eleven, seven footer out of Santa Margarita, California, Rancho Santa Margarita, Rancho Santa Margarita, California. Plays for Santa Margarita Catholic High School. 
So along with the Silva, Lee and De Silva give that size to BYU's recruiting class in basketball because that's been a big question we've talked about with the BYU recruiting class as it stands. Uh, well, the team, sorry, not the recruiting class, the team is itself a lot of size issues this year. And those two gentlemen, speaking of Bernardo De Silva and Lee Shengja, should add some much-needed size. They join Casey Brown, who will be a preferred walk-in out of Pleasant Grove, Utah, as well as shooting guard Nate Hansen from Timpview High School there in Provo, Utah, and then Trevin Nell, who is going to join the team as a transfer from Cal, but who will be part of the scholarship class. And it's shaping up to be a decent class for Dave Rose here. I, like I mentioned, to get some size with a guy like Lee Shengja and then also Bernardo Da Silva now, both of which have played at high levels. Uh, Shengja playing down there in Orange County. And like I said, with Da Silva in the Wasatch Academy, they play nationally all over the place. The last uh, person or last player that could be out there for BYU in this recruiting class that they're chasing heavily is Isaac Johnson, another local product from American Fork High School. Got some good size to him as well. I believe six foot nine range, somewhere in there, six eight, six nine, would be a small forward slash stretch four for BYU if he were to sign with the Cougars, and that would kind of cap off the class. I think for the most part, this has been a good class for Dave Rose. I'll reiterate the fact that they needed to find some size, and Lee Shung just got that size at six foot eleven, two hundred and fifty pounds. De Silva, six foot nine, two ten, uh, kind of plays more of that swingman role that you would see from a guy like Gavin Bas- Baxter on this year's team. Coming up this week, we're expected to speak with Jeff Hansen from CougarSportsInsider.com, part of the twenty four seven Sports Network. He'll be talking more BYU football recruiting, but we'll get some thoughts from him on the BYU basketball recruiting class as well because he's got plenty of thoughts. He covers recruiting as heavily as anybody I know, so it'll be good to have him on the show later this week. Uh, Just an update for you from over the weekend with the basketball team as constituted currently. Uh, The Cougar tip-off took place Friday night. Of course, it's it's the blue and white games, what they used to call it, but now they call it the Cougar tip-off event. Jasheer Hardnett and TJ Hawes led the blue team in an 81-77 comeback win over the white team. It was presented by Papa John's there at the Marriott Center on Friday night. Hopefully, some of you got out to enjoy that. I'm not going to lie, I went and watched NBA basketball that night, watching the Utah Jazz take on the Golden State Warriors. So I was up in Salt Lake watching basketball there in an absolutely stellar game there. But Yoli Childs had a great night for BYU. He led all players in the game with 35 points. So another big showing. Yoli played for the white team, which ultimately lost in this game. Zach Selyus teamed up with him to add 12 points. And like I mentioned, Jasheer Hardnett and TJ Hawes playing for the blue team. They led a balanced scoring attack for the blue team with 16 and 14 points respectively. Hawes also added nine rebounds, which is actually very impressive because Hawes, let's be real, kind of a skinny dude. He he, he talked to us um, on the, we had him on the show on Friday, got an interview with him. Still a skinny dude, but he's trying to put on weight, and he's making the most of what he's got. So to see him collect nine rebounds is a good showing. Uh, BYU basketball is going to be back in action. They start their uh, the exhibition season of the preseason later this week. They'll be taking on the St. Martin's Ravens. Um, that'll be October 24th at 7 p.m. It'll be broadcast live on BYUtv.org with an online stream, and BYU Radio will broadcast the game live 
So that's coming up. Getting closer and closer, BYU opens the season with a top five matchup facing off against Nevada, the fourth-ranked team. That'll be coming up on opening night on November 6th. So it's going to be a fun basketball season. I'm excited for this team. Um, I I continue to kind of see signs of progress from this team that lead me to think that they're going to be a little better than I think some people may think they are. They'll also face Westminster in, the, in another preseason game on November 1st. Uh, a tune-up game. Westminster, of course, a D2 program. And then, like I said, November 6th, 9 o'clock Mountain Time, BYU takes on Nevada. CBS Sports Network, a nationally televised audience on opening night. Should be an absolutely phenomenal atmosphere. All right, there's some thoughts on the BYU recruiting class. Congratulations to Dave Rose and his staff on collecting those commitments. Well, coming up next, we'll talk a little bit more about BYU football recruiting, some of the offers that went out over the weekend to BYU football prospects, one big one locally that we need to talk about absolutely, and we'll get to that. But I want to remind you real quick, today's show brought to you by All Guard Pest Control. Seth Baird and his team are absolutely phenomenal, servicing all of the Wasatch Front, taking care of all of your pest control needs. Needs, spiders, ants, mice, termites, whatever you got, they're here for you. They service Utah County, Salt Lake County, on up into Wasatch County, Heber, and Park City. And if you even need them up in Weber and Davis County, they'll hook you up as well. They'll be out to help you out. You can give them a call, 801-851-1812. They use the safest products, safe enough for hospitals, so they're good enough to be used inside your home, around your children and pets. They'll make sure you're taken care of and make sure that your pest issues go away and don't come back. One of the best things I like about Seth's company is they don't believe in contracts. They're not going to lock you in. You want a one-time service. They'll come out and service you. You want a quarterly service where they come out every three months, make sure you're taken care of year round. They'll do that as well. Once again, give All Guard Pest Control a call. Let them know Locked On Cougars and Jake Hatch sent you. 801-851-1812. All Guard Pest Control here to help you guys out. 801-851-1812. More in a moment. You are Locked On Cougars. NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back. Locked on Cougars covering all things BYU for you. Uh, talking about some BYU football recruiting here in, a mo- here in a moment. With the BYU football team on a bye last week, players on social media were kind of all over the place. Guys in Las Vegas, California, even in Florida. Some of the boys going home to see their families during their break. Doesn't mean the coaching staff has taken a break, though. They were hard at work visiting local prospects like we talked about late last week on Friday's show. They visited prospects locally who had games on Wednesday and Thursday night in state, and then they traveled out of state. And a couple of offers 
that we're aware of at this time have come out. I'm sure other ones will be trickling in as young men decide to announce they've been offered or BYU makes it official with a verbal offer extended to them. But we'll talk about two of them here that we saw over the weekend. We'll start off in San Diego. A young man by the name of Noah Tumblin from Mira Mesa High School. He's a two-sport athlete, plays both basketball and football there at Mira Mesa High. A dual-threat quarterback prospect for Mira Mesa High School. Not a lot of ton, not a ton of offers, it appears, based on what I had seen just looking him up. But he's put up some good stats, all things considered. He's played seven games so far this season, and these stats come from MaxPreps.com. Just so you guys know, he has passed for 1,323 yards on the season so far, 13 touchdowns. Doesn't list a number of interceptions on the year for this season, but a year ago, just over 2,000 yards, 2,020 yards, with a 56% completion percentage. He had 17 touchdowns against nine interceptions as a junior a year ago. Uh, this year, currently completing at a 64.8% clip so he's definitely improved that the crazy number here though is his average per completion is 19.5 yards per completion so getting it done through the air he also gets it done on the ground as a junior a year ago ran for 822 yards and eight touchdowns and averages just under 75 yards per game this year he has upped that number through seven games he has 644 yards and nine touchdowns averaging 92 yards per game Looking at uh, his size, though, is what makes me wonder if he's he's a candidate to change positions. Tumblin on MaxPreps.com here is listed as a six foot two, one hundred and sixty five pound senior. Okay, you're probably thinking, "Holy smokes, one sixty five! That's a skinny young man." And it is packing the one hundred sixty five pounds onto a six foot two frame. Yeah, there's not a there's not a lot of meat on those bones, as they would say, but. I think this kid, based on what I know about BYU's current recruiting structure with quarterbacks, it's quite the jumbled room when it comes to uh, BYU quarterbacks currently. It wouldn't surprise me if one or two decide at the end of the season that their future lies elsewhere where they can get on the field and play. And Noah Tumblin, just looking at what he can do, being a dual-threat athlete, and knowing that he's from the San Diego area, which is where Ed Lamb, BYU's associate head coach, who has worked with BYU's safeties in the past, now works with the linebackers, but he works in the San Diego, Southern California region recruiting, and he is a big believer in, you give him the measurables of what he likes. He likes tall, rangy athletes, and he believes he can make them into uh good prospects on the defensive side of the ball. So that makes me wonder if Noah Tumlin will be a candidate to play safety or cornerback at BYU if he ultimately signs with the Cougars. Not a lot of, not a ton of recruiting uh, hype surrounding Tumlin, but congratulations to the young man. It's hard to come by Division One offers. I know the San Diego area has been very kind to BYU in the last few years. Some good athletes coming out of there. They're also currently recruiting a fair amount of young men down there as well. So we'll see what happens with Noah Tumblin. We'll work on trying to get in contact with him, get some updates on yeah what position BYU is projecting him at and what he ultimately feels about the Cougars. Now another offer that went out locally, and this is a big offer, Four-star prospect, J.J. Greenfield. He plays for Bingham High School there in South Jordan, Utah, the powerhouse that is Bingham State, as some people may call it. And they've been on the recruiting trail and talking to Greenfield. Four-star prospect, originally from Southern California, uh, went to Crenshaw High School 
great athlete. I have watched this young man play multiple games. Uh, he is a 2020 class prospect, so he would not be in this 2019 class. Uh, unlike Noah Tumblin, who is in the 2019 class, Greenfield is two years out. He's a four-star prospect, according to 24-7 Sports. He's one of the top prospects nationally in the class. He's a defensive back, currently holds offers from Oregon and San Jose State, according to 24-7 Sports. Uh, currently listed Greenfield, six foot, 180 pounds. Playing for Bingham High School, it's a powerhouse defense. He's got three teammates currently, Lolani Longi, Junior Tafuna, and Simote Peppa. All three of those young men, very highly recruited athletes, and you can guarantee that when recruiters have stopped by Bingham to check out athletes, they have absolutely seen Mr. Greenfield on the field as well playing. And it's an offer I think BYU smart to get in here early. Like I mentioned, Oregon and San Jose State, the only two schools that have, have offered him. I know California and UCLA have both been in contact with him as well, but I would expect that number will continue to rise because, like I said, he is going to be in that 2020 class. Currently, according to 24-7 Sports, the, n- the number two athlete in the state of Utah, 13th best safety prospect nationally. So an offer for J.J. Greenfield, and I've got a, I've, I like this young player. I think he's a good player who could make a big impact for BYU if they could ultimately land his signature, but there's a long way to go. Uh, BYU currently in the 2020 class, because their focus right now is on the 2019 class, as it should be. Currently only one commitment in the 2020 class for BYU is Dallin Misake, a Utah native who currently plays for Bishop Gorman High School and is a phenomenal player. He's getting all kinds of recruiting attention playing for Bishop Gorman because they're one of the top five teams nationally around the country, but he's held strong to his early commitment to BYU. He's a BYU guy and could be a, bi- a big part of the next recruiting class beyond this season. And maybe J.J. Greenfield decides to join them. That would make two big-time prospects to kick off this 2020 class, but still a long ways to go. But congratulations to J.J. Greenfield on the offer. All right, there you go. Two of the prospects that got offers over the weekend from the BYU staff. We'll keep you updated on recruiting as we roll along. Uh, Middle of December is the early signing period. Like we mentioned in the previous uh, segment, BYU basketball expected to sign a number of players in that window. Uh, BYU football will also sign plenty of the 2019 class then as well. Try and lock them down and make sure that they have put their pen to paper to make uh, make their commitment to BYU official and binding. All right, we'll take a time out here. We'll come back, explain what's going on with the other teams in Provo. Before we do that, though, I need to tell you guys about Sling TV. Sling TV is your best option for watching college football. You don't want to pay extra for extra channels you don't watch. Sling TV is here for you. They let you pick the channels you want to watch. $30 a month will get you ESPN, the Pac-12 Network, SEC Network, and all the other sports networks you need to do you need to watch BYU play or any other college football in general. You can stream it on your big screen TV and across all of your favorite devices. Sling TV gives you the live TV you love only better. There's no useless channels like I mentioned. No long-term contracts with Sling TV. No hidden fees, it's all up front, and of course, you can cancel at any time. Want to check it out and see if it's the right option for you? Go to sling.com slash locked on. That's S-L-I-N-G dot com slash locked on. You can check it out, free seven-day trial, and see if it might be the right option for you. They are your best bet to watch all of your college football this season. 
as BYU winds their way through the season. So check it out. Sling.com slash Locked On. Sling TV and Locked On Podcast Network coming together to help you out catch your team in action. Today's show also brought to you by Vivid Seats. Of course, Vivid Seats is the way to get your tickets to all of your favorite events, whether that's the theater, sporting events, or you want to watch the Cougars or even a concert. Vivid Seats is here to help you out. They have great prices. They offer an easy purchasing experience. They want to make sure that you have an experience that will last you a lifetime while seeing your favorite athletes or artists in person. With the code LOCKEDON, Locked On Podcast listeners, Locked On Cougars listeners can receive $20 off your order of $200 or more if you are a first-time customer of Vivid Seats. Go to the App Store or Google Play, download the Vivid Seats app, set it up, enter that promo code Locked On to receive $20 off orders of $200 or more as a new customer of Vivid Seats. That's 10% off, guys. Check it out. Of course, all Vivid Seats confirmed orders are backed up by a 100% buyer guarantee. Vivid Seats using the promo code Locked On say yourself some money and get out to your favorite events all right quick hits next this is locked on cougars Welcome back as we wrap up today's edition of Locked on Cougars. I want to thank you guys for downloading the show. Please continue to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get the podcast. And please share with your family and friends on social media. Build the network. Want to be everybody's one-stop shop for all things BYU. So that way you're always up to date on everything you need to know about the Cougars. And you're not having to kind of scramble around to read five different stories. We'll have it covered for you right here on this podcast. Uh, over the weekend, the BYU women's soccer team and volleyball teams were both in action. We'll start off with the BYU women's volleyball team here. Roni Jones-Perry, BYU's star outside hitter, led BYU to yet another sweep over Pepperdine, 26-24, 25-13, 25-8. A dominant performance after Pepperdine gave it a run in the first first set, but BYU took took care of business from then. Jones Perry had a career high of 14 digs. She had a double-double, leading the team in scoring with 12 kills. Uh, Lindy Haddock Epich also had a double-double with 35 assists and 11 digs of her own. So, phenomenal performance once again from the number one ranked team in the country. Uh, BYU, man. 20-0 on the season. I believe they have 16 sweeps on the year. 10-0 in West Coast Conference play. It's all systems go for the Lady Cougars. They just get it done. And if you haven't been, had a chance to go out and watch them in action at the Smithfield House, I would encourage you to do it before the end of the season. Uh, they'll be on the road this weekend, though. They'll be at Portland on October 25th at 8 o'clock Mountain Time. Match will be streamed live on the W.TV. Live stats can also be found at BYUCougars.com. The women's soccer team continued their good season. They've a big rebound season for them this year after a str- struggle a year ago. McKaylee Moore scored a, a, a brace with two goals to lead the women's team to a 3-1 win over St. Mary's in West Coast Conference action Saturday afternoon. Uh, BYU got their 10th win on the year. They're now 10-4-1 on the year. 5-1 and one in West Coast Conference play. So congratulations to Jennifer Rockwood's team. They continue to do good things. They'll be back at home at Southfield this weekend. Uh, they'll be hosting San Francisco Thursday night at 7 o'clock Mountain Time. Game will be broadcast live on B 
BYU-TV. And, of course, you can hear the audio broadcast with Greg Rubel on the call on the BYU Radio Network, Sirius XM 143, and terrestrially on 107.9 FM. So good showing for both the men's, not the men's, the women's soccer and volleyball teams. They continue to get it done with a resurgent BYU football team in tow. The fall sports at BYU continue to get it done. We've talked about cross country as well. The number two ranked men's team starting to get some first place votes. The women's team has moved up into the top 10 as well. So the fall sports at BYU having a good showing so far this fall. And we're hoping that they continue to do that. And we'll keep you updated as they continue to proceed through their seasons on into NCAA tournaments and all of that fun jazz should be a blast. All right, wrapping up the show here. A reminder tomorrow, full reaction to what Kalani Satake has to say after the bye week for BYU as the Cougars get ready for Northern Illinois. Uh, one name to know about Northern Illinois, and I would encourage you guys to go look up this young man and what he can do. Sutton Smith, their star defensive end slash outside linebacker. He's a pure pass rusher, going to play in the NFL. Fantastic player, and BYU is going to need to be ready for him. But we'll have full reaction to what Kalani Satake and his players have to say today on tomorrow's show as we look back on that weekly press conference. Of course, later on this week, we'll also talk some BYU recruiting with Jeff Hansen. So that's all coming up here on Locked on Cougars. Thanks so much for downloading the show, as always. Back on a Tuesday, and if you guys do have questions, feel free to reach out. You can email me at LockedOnBYU at gmail.com. If you want to advertise with the show, we'd love to have you on. Still got some fantastic rates in terms of what we can do in representing your company. We're still in that kind of that launch window of the Locked On College Network. So we'd love to get you guys in and get you a good rate to get your company out in front of BYU fans if you are so interested. So email me LockedOnBYU at gmail.com You of course can follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnCougars the same name for Facebook and if you want to follow my own personal Twitter feed which has a lot more than BYU football. I talk about the jazz and everything else. You can do that at Jacob C. Hatch. Once again thanks for taking the time to listen to this show each and every day back tomorrow covering BYU for you like we do every day and a reminder check out all guard pest control 801-851-1812 they'll take care of any pest control issues you need proud to sponsor this podcast and love having them on board all right have a great day we'll be back tomorrow this has been locked on cougars for october 22nd 2018